Legends, how's it going? Miles here. Did you miss me? God, I'm sorry I wasn't here last week. I should have given you some warning. Shame on me. I was away, you see. I was at a uh, silent meditation retreat for five whole days. Couldn't say a word, couldn't even speak to myself. Did you notice? Was it quieter? But it's really no excuse. I'm sorry, I let you down. I should have been here for you. I won't let it happen again. I'm back now though, episode 16. Sweet 16, the film Virgin. God almighty, have you listened to all of them so far? They're very good. They're very, very good. But this is a bit of a twist. This one's a bit different. I'm flying solo. It's gone to my head. Your loyal support, your positive feedback, your good wishes, they've gone to my head. I think I can go it alone. Nah, not really. Just trying something out, you know. You'll hear me talk about it when I start talking on my own as opposed to now when I'm talking on my own. But you know what I mean. I recorded this a while back on a uh, lonely winter's evening, home alone. Very late at night, actually. You can probably hear, I really do, <laughs> I do start to get quite tired, probably halfway through. But you know, nothing's going to stop me, guys. I pushed through it for you. So I really hope this makes up for my complete silence last week. Nothing but miles this week. Double dose. You know, well, I mean, still me, just single, but as in, there's not another person, so you don't have to divide it by two. It's just miles to the max. You get it? Yeah, exactly. All right, so the film that I chose to watch, you'll hear me, you'll hear the uh, thought process behind choosing it when the uh, episode proper starts. But uh, regardless of the reasoning, the film is The Expendables. The Expendables. Sylvester Stallone's Wet Dream. <laughs> oh boy, have you seen it? Oh man. I'll say nothing just yet. All right. It's action-packed. That's all I'll tell you. Okay, without any more from me, here's nothing but me having a lonely night in, watching a bunch of macho dudes shoot guns and throw knives. It's Miles Burgess watching The Expendables. All right, I'll talk to you at the end. Enjoy. Legends. Oh, thanks for being here. All right, this is an experiment, a film virgin experiment. We'll see how this goes. It's uh, Saturday night, 10 p.m. I'm home alone, flying solo. The missus is out. And you know what they say, when the cat's away, the mouse will talk to himself into a microphone. You're goddamn right I will. 
So I don't know if I'm crazy, but I'm buoyed by the unwavering support you are all giving me. And I think I, it's gone to my head and I think I can go it alone. All right, so we're going to try a one-man episode of the film version. Now, obviously, that's going to change things up a little bit. But, Miles, you'll ask, what about uh, the big reveal? Surprising your guest with what film you'll be watching? All the uh, witty back and forth? How's that going to work? Hey, I can be witty to myself, I'll have you know. Just you wait and see. But in terms of the reveal, I've had an idea. I've just had it now, actually. Well, maybe five to ten minutes ago when I decided that this might be a good idea. But uh, I don't actually know what film I'm going to watch yet. So what I'm going to do is I've got a uh, an unnamed streaming service. A legal one, one that I pay for. But I'm not going to bloody advertise them, am I? Well, I think I have in the past, but I'm not today. Uh, And I'm going to, here's my plan, I'm going to go in and look for a film and I'm going to talk out my my thought process. I am going to look for, obviously, a film that I haven't seen before. Now, between me and you, I'm going to want that film to be about an hour and a half long. If it could be less, amazing. But certainly no more than two hours. All right, I'm I'm in genres. What I'm thinking is sort of action comedy, one or the other. So I'm going to click on uh, action. I've clicked on action. Is there a thing that says action comedy? Mix the two? Let's just see. Oh, there is actually. Let's have a look through. Um, I might edit down this bit where I actually look for the the film that I'm going to watch because maybe that could get boring I haven't found anything yet I mean I've I've seen a shit ton of things that I don't want to watch which is good isn't it uh, no 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 Ooh, I watched that because it looks bogus but it's two and a half hours Batman vs Superman have you guys seen it I don't think I'll ever watch it. Two and a half hours, can you believe that? It looks pretty ridiculous. I don't know if I can buy Ben Affleck as Batman. What about you guys? Was it any good? Did you see it? I highly doubt it was any good. That bloke, though, that plays Superman... God, the first time I saw him, I thought, is he actually Superman? He's an incredible-looking human. Anyway. Uh, the search continues. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. This could be us. There's probably no need to muck around with this, but fucking hell, this movie looks ridiculous, and I have heard of it. Yeah, fuck it. All right, let's watch this. The movie... Well, you already know because you've seen it in the uh, episode title, but the movie that I've just now found on my unnamed streaming site, which you'll be able to figure out which one it is by the movie that I'm about to watch, is... The Expendables! <laughs> With every meathead that's ever been in cinema compiled together into one film. All right, I'm going to look up the film itself. Oh, wow, that's okay. That's not the worst sort of rating a film's ever gotten. I've certainly watched... Oh, wow, it's directed by Sylvester Stallone. Okay, this is going to be 
high, high quality stuff, I imagine. Who we got? We've got Sly, the Stath, Dolph Lundgren, who I believe was in um, Rocky, the boxing film. One of them anyway. It looks like, okay, there's a picture there of uh, Arnie. So there's some sort of Arnie cameo at the very least because he's not listed on the poster. Steve Austin, absolute meathead. Terry Crews, that dude's pretty funny, actually. Jet Li, oh, he's cool. He's like a martial arts dude, isn't he? He was in something. I think he'd made some credible films. But then again, what would I know? Oh, Mickey Rourke's in it. Mickey Rourke, this must have been uh, around the time of the Mickey Rourke resurgence, which I'm sure we were all following with uh, bated breath. Is that an expression? What does that mean, bated breath? Does that mean it's like it stinks, your breath stinks, like bait, like that you use to catch a fish? Hey, I've got the internet up. I'm going to look it up. Bated breath. Okay, well, it is at least an expression. Bait, it means to hold one's breath due to suspense. Bated, B-A-T-E-D, as opposed to B-A-I-T-E-D, which, oh, there's actually a search that says, is it bated breath or bated breath? Now, I know I'm, I'm just reading that out loud and, and that sounds the same to you, but trust me, this, they have different spellings. Bated is a form of abate, which means to diminish, beat down or reduce. So when you're waiting with bated breath, you're so eager, anxious, excited or frightened that you're almost holding your breath. The set phrase with bated breath is the only place you'll hear bated used these days. Okay. But what if you've been eating bait? Then I guess you've just got bait breath, don't you? Damn it! God damn it! I outsmarted myself. All right. Well, that was interesting. See? Told you I could be witty. Um, All right. This looks great. Barney Ross leads the Expendables, a band of highly skilled mercenaries, including knife enthusiast Lee Christmas... I'll read that sentence again. (laughs) Highly skilled mercenaries, including knife enthusiast Lee Christmas. Amazing. Martial arts expert Yin Yang. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's okay. Let's... Yeah, Yin Yang. That would be Jet Li. I'm going to hazard, I guess. Heavy weapons specialist... Hail Caesar, <laughs> what the fuck? Dem- Demolitionist Toll Road and Loose Cannon Sniper Gunner Jensen. There's a character in Mighty Ducks 2, which is my third favourite film of all time, named Gunner Stahl. He's an Icelandic ice hockey player. And in case you were wondering, Greenland is covered in ice and Iceland is very nice. Eating ice cream with the Iceland lady. That's some stuff from uh, D2 there for you. Uh, all right, and then what? They, when the, they're commissioned by the mysterious Mr. Church, maybe that's Arnie, I don't know, to assassinate the merciless dictator of a small su- uh, South, South American island, Barney and Lee head to the remote locale to scout out their opposition. They've got opposition, okay. I wonder who that is. Once they're there, they meet... Maybe that's Mickey Rourke. He could be an opponent. Once they're there, they meet with local rebel Sandra, or Sandra, and discover the true nature of the conflict engulfing the city. 
when they escape the island and Sandra stays behind, or uh, Sandra, Ross must choose to either walk away and save his own life or attempt a suicidal rescue mission that might just save his soul. Well, I hope, for his sake, he walks away. But I'm going to guess, I'm assuming this is Sliced Alone. Sliced Alone's got suicide mission written all over him, doesn't he? God bless you, Sly. Do you reckon Sly's had any plastic surgery? <laughs> That's a joke. He definitely has. Like, quite a bit, actually. How old is Sly? Let's have one last Google search before, well, I get into this. Maybe I'm putting it off. Hang on, his name's Sylvester. Sylvester Stallone age. First search, okay. Sylvester Stallone, 72! Fucking hell! When was this made, though? This was eight years ago, nine years ago. So, yeah, it would have been about 64. Not singing the song. Um, all right. Sly, you old dog. Clint Eastwood comes up in the same search. 88. Quick trivia question. Who's older, Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Five, four, three, two, one. Sylvester Stallone. Did you get it right? Arnie's a year younger. That is interesting, Miles. Alrighty, let's, uh, or I'm not going to muck around anymore. I'm going to watch The Expendables. Uh, so, yeah, I've already read what happened. There's going to be, it's just going to be a bunch of machismo, probably for the whole time, for the whole 100 minutes. Uh, there'll be, like, lots of dick swinging and seeing who's the toughest and like, oh, my knife skills are better than your uh, explosion skills. Oh, you only killed six people back there. I killed 17 uh, and stuff like that. And oh, how many of them are going to get their shirts off? I guess they're a bit older. I would hope the Staith gets his shirt off. And I think Sly's pretty proud of his body. And he's got a few tats by the look of it. So maybe Sly will get his off as well. Hey, we can only hope. All right. Hey, this is going well so far, isn't it? Good job, Miles. Uh, stick with me. I'm going to watch The Expendables. I have to watch The Expendables, so the least you can do is stick around and hear what I have to say about it. All right, guys, here we go. The Expendables. So going over the info this guy Church gave me, there's probably about 6,000 people on the island. How many soldiers? Maybe a couple of hundred. Wouldn't take much more than that to control a space that small. Great. They've got a small army. What do we got? Four and a half men. <laughs> Not so funny. I need a raise. Why? I need more money for my son. I want to send him to a better school. Did Ying Yang get a family? I have no idea. You don't ask. I don't tell. Anyway, the pay shares stay the same. That's the way it's going to be. Now, the target of this island is a guy named General Garza. What's the problem? Who gives a shit what the problem is? Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Uh yeah. The Expendables. Uh it's action packed. I'll give it that much. But uh yeah, I guess as predicted, it's a bunch of kind of roided up middle-aged and slightly past middle-aged men uh flexing their biceps and making jokes at the expense of each other's biceps, metaphorically speaking. 
Uh, yeah. There's, I mean, I think maybe there's a subtle or perhaps at times not so subtle undertone of uh, racism, which isn't great. But I'll try not to get too caught up on that. We started with the um, African pirates who were, you know, quite moronic and no match for the Expendables. Obviously, the Expendables, although, yes, I think this has been revealed, uh, is the name of these group of this group of um, Sly's mercenaries led by Sly. And they were first tasked with, with taking out these African pirates who were holding unnamed people hostage. And they managed that. And then uh, old mate Gunner, played by Dolph, was his name Lundgren? Apologies if I've pronounced that incorrectly, Dolph. He went a bit crazy and uh, he he was going to... Oh, whatever. He was going to hang one of the pirates or some shit. Um, but, the, you know, that goes against the Expendables code, obviously. You should know better, Dolph. So I think he got, like, expelled from the group at that point. And then, I, I mean, this whole thing seems to be giving like a real insight into the mind of Sylvester Stallone to me. I, I don't know. I've not seen any of um, his like action films before, like uh, Rambo and whatever else he's been in. So maybe this is what they were all like. But but we had him, uh, he was flying a plane. Uh, he's flying the plane himself, uh, drinking a beer and smoking a cigar uh, and, you know, probably making some sort of, misogynist comment <laughs> anyway uh and then uh i did note it down 14 minutes it took for sly to get his shirt off and to be fair he, you know he's looking buff but again as mentioned steroids uh so he took his shirt off and to get a tattoo from mickey rourke who is playing a caricature of mickey rourke which is incredible. Um, he, I guess, he kind of had his shirt off as well from the get-go. He's he he did have a shirt on, but it was unbuttoned, and his trousers were obscenely low. Uh, anyway, he was the tattoo artist that was giving Sly a tattoo, but he's also maybe the admin guy for the Expendables. I don't know, but he's he's good with a knife. Good on you, Mickey. And then uh, so Sly's playing a bloke named Barney, and then the Stath seems to be his sort of partner, and he's playing uh, Christmas, Lee Christmas. So when they got back from their mission against the African pirates, Lee went and visited his, um, well, he, th- he thought she was his missus, I guess, and perhaps they had some sort of history. But she had another, uh, sorry, another man in her company, The Nerve, the Stath was absolutely furious, or as we'd say in Australia, ropeable. He was pissed off, man. You know, what right did she have? That's a joke. Uh, <laughs> the Stath, he wasn't happy. She was like, mate, I don't even know what you do for a living. You just disappear for like months at a time. And he and he literally said, when I'm here, I'm here. Like that was his reasoning and that was his attempt to to win her back it was unsuccessful but fucking hell knowing the way this film's going he'll probably get her back in the end because you know he's got big muscles Uh, and then we found out what their job was the which is going to be the main uh, plot of the film sly got a call and he went out 
to meet the uh, aptly named Mr. Church in a church. Now, this was a double cameo. Mr. Church was played by Bruce Willis. Didn't know he was in this. Bruce Willis with some um, swearing, lots of swearing, talking about uh, cutting up people or some shit. Uh, And we had the cameo of Arnold Schwarzenegger as well, Arnie, who I think perhaps has been smart enough to only appear in this film for three minutes. But uh, yeah, there was some some dick slinging, if that's an expression, and some insults and some... um, Well, there's been lots of gags, actually, or what Sylvester Stallone considers gags. I don't know. I guess, mate, like, I can see, like, a lot of people would perhaps find this funny, this film. I haven't found it particularly entertaining. Or, I mean, entertaining, perhaps. I haven't found it particularly funny as yet, but, you know, I'll give it time. I'm only (laughs) 43 minutes in. Um, And that's when we found out that the job that Bruce Willis was offering was for them to go to the island of Velena, which is an island, uh, I don't know, they seem to be South American, so an island somewhere there. Arnie didn't want the job because he's got some shreds of credibility left, perhaps. I don't know, is that true? So Sly took it. Uh, and then he and the Staith have just been out there to scope it out. There's a, um, there's a, I guess a dictator type figure. Oh, that's their job though. Their job is to take out the dictator, and he's got a small army there. But there's also this sort of American bad guy who's there giving this dictator instructions or bossing him around, I guess. And this bad guy, his Number one henchman is played by Steve Austin. Don't know any of these guys' names yet. And I think uh, they're trying to grow cocaine. Perhaps good luck to them. Uh, And then the Staith and Sly were being shown around by this woman who we then found out, although I don't know if they know because I don't think they they speak Spanish, Sly and the Staith, but we heard her talking and she is actually the daughter of said general. But I think she is trying to sort of revolt against him and his regime and then there was just this incredible uh like literally not credible (laughs) scene where the like a bunch of this general's henchmen like 15 to 20 of them had sly on his knees at gunpoint and then the state ran in with a knife uh, and threw the knife at him and then Sly took his gun and then between them with nothing but one gun and I think one knife, they somehow killed this 15 to 20 man small army. But I guess I really shouldn't nitpick with things like that in this film. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, they had this sort of car chase to try and get off the island. They had a seaplane that they'd flown in on, just the two of them. Uh, and they tried to take the the daughter with them but she was like, nah, I don't want to go. And then the Staith got in the plane and started flying off or taking off and Sly hung around for a bit, shot about, I don't know, 40 more South Americans uh, and then ran. Uh, I mean, maybe slightly better than your average 64-year-old, but he wasn't like, he was no Usain Bolt. He wasn't exactly flying, but he ran 
and caught up with the moving plane. He ran on like a like a, a jetty or whatever, a pier, whatever the right word is. And he ran and he jumped and he caught the sort of frame of the open door and then was sort of just holding on to the frame as the plane was taking off uh, and bullets were flying all around him. And then hauled his ass on board and, and they escaped the island of Velena uh, in one piece or two, or the two of them each in one piece. And that's where I'm at. That's where I've stopped. They're, I guess, heading back to America. Uh, I mean, it hardly seems worth predicting. But what's going to happen is they're going to go back and they're going to get their their team, which consists of um, Terry Crews and, and Jet Li, the other sort of um, sufferer of the subtle racism who continues to be referred to as half a man, which is nice, uh, isn't it? Yeah, they're going to get the team together, I suppose, and they're going to be like, we've got to go back because one, if not both of us, slightly fancied the general's daughter. But it's good that there's at least one woman in the film, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but I suppose it is quite entertaining in its own way. And yeah, I guess I'll just see what happens. Perhaps it will surprise me. I, I think there was sort of this confrontation between Sylvester Stallone and, and Dolph Lundgren. Lundrum? Lundgren? Lumbrum, rumbrum, uh, a bit before, and he kind of sort of ambiguously threatened Sly. I'm not sure if he was. He's like, you don't, you don't want to leave me or something. So maybe he's going to come back into it. I don't know how. Steve Austin's going to be a total meathead. Uh, you know, your character is Steve. Steve, I appreciate your listenership every week and keep it up. And, and I'm sure you're a, a terrific person, but your, your character is a bit of a meathead. And yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, Sly will definitely get his shirt off again. Let's face it. And then fingers crossed, maybe the Stath does. And well, actually, I think maybe everyone over 60 will probably get their shirt off in the end. So looking at you, Dolph. Uh, and perhaps Bruce Willis will be in it again. I'm not sure. He, his character has a chance of returning. Arnie's perhaps less so. Although maybe they they made a... This was Arnie's joke. He was like, we should meet up for dinner. Uh, and Sly said, oh, yeah, when? And Arnie said, in a thousand years. Uh, that was good, wasn't it? And and then he was walking out and Bruce said... Bruce Willis said, what's his problem? Uh, and Sly said, he wants to run for president, which doesn't make any sense. Like, I know it's supposed to be a reference to Arnie, like, becoming a governor in American politics or something. But I'm more interested in the joke actually making sense, you know? Call me crazy. All right, let's keep going. Hey, eh? The Expendables, thanks so much for sticking around with me. I'll get through it. It's gone past 11 now. It's almost half eleven. I'm, I'm, you know what? <laughs> it might be Saturday night, but I'm getting tired. But I'll, I'll try and get to the end. All right, I'll talk to you soon. I'm going back to blue. Yeah. Some change? What's the plan? There's a plan. Wait, wait, wait. We need a strategy. Uh, I'm going. You're not. What? I said I'm going. You guys are. What are you out of your mind? It's personal business. You don't know that woman nothing. You can say I did. 
You want to kill yourself? Go ahead. Fine. Your call. Listen, I don't want to kill myself. You guys take care. Got to do this. Hey, hey, hey. What? Don't let this guilt crap on us. We don't deserve it. Hey, this is my choice. There's no guilt. There's no guilt. Take care. All right, there's been another helping of extreme action. Uh, and to give this film some credit, the action is pretty amazing. There was just a, a big old car chase scene, high-budget stuff. Sly came out on top, though. So almost immediately after I started watching again, Dolph did indeed sell out his ex-team members, or whatever they are, to the baddie that they're trying to kill. And then he, I guess, got hired to kill Sly instead, Dolph. Uh, before that, though, um, the Staith did manage to win back his lost love. He beat up the guy who she had been with. To be fair, he had hit her and probably deserved a good ass whooping. And Staith was only too happy to oblige. And then he didn't just say, like, it's good that we're back together. He he told her that she had made a mistake, that she should have waited for him, um, which was nice because she hadn't been through enough in the previous 24 hours. And then, yeah, we had the big old car chase with Dolph uh, and his new group of cronies trying to chase down Sly, who was accompanied by Jet Li who has had to deal with a lot more dialogue about how little he is and the fact that he wears size three shoes, which I'm sure just can't can't be accurate. I went uh I went ten pin bowling today, size nine. So <laughs> but I'm no good at martial arts. Uh yeah, and so most of the, well actually all the cronies got killed and then it just came down to Dolph versus Sly and Jet Li well actually pretty much just Dolph vs Jet Li for a while and they were having a good old fisticuffs hand to hand combat and then it looked like Dolph was about to win so Sly had to shoot him so he shot him uh, and I quote two inches above the heart and then sort of did a who sent you I'll never tell who sent you okay I'll tell uh, and then we didn't get to hear it but Apparently, Dolph told Sly everything he needs to know about the island of Valena and the the uh, people who are running it, and um, they're on their way back there. Oh, Steve Austin punched a woman in the face. That the other woman. So, but there's two women in this film, and they've both been punched by men, which is just horrific, isn't it? Uh, uh I mean. I guess, <laughs> I, 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 well, one of them's already got his comeuppance and I assume Steve Austin is going to get it in spades. Presumably that will be at the hands of Sylvester Stallone because he, he's got a thing for this woman, I think. He was going to go back and rescue her on his own, naturally, but uh, the other members of the Expendables were like, nah, mate, we can't have that. We, wanted, we want some more killing as well. Found out the total count, body count on Sly and Staith's first journey to the island of Velena. They killed 41 
41 men, which is 20 and a half each, which say what you will about Stath and Sly. That's a, you know, that's a good return. That's a good, re- that's a good return. So yeah, now as I speak, we're, we're about to head into the final act. They are aboard the plane back to the island. Sly's flying, of course, presumably with a cigar in his mouth and, I don't know, whatever the machoist drink is, rocket fuel mixed with methylated spirits or something. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not the worst film I've ever seen. It's all right. I'm getting some enjoyment out of it. I, I probably just don't have the, like, prerequisite levels of testosterone coursing through my veins to get the full appreciation of it. It's Dolph Lundgren hit his head a few times because he he's so tall in the fight. Also, what the hell is his accent? Is he supposed to be American or has Dolph lived in America for like 30 years that he actually has this weird accent? He's like, I mean, what, is he Scandinavian to begin with? I know he plays a Russian in that Rocky film. But Dolph Lundgren, that sounds Scandinavian, doesn't it? Yes, Miles, it does. I'll look that up later. But yeah, he had this weird accent. And, you know, I say that as someone who has a kind of hybrid accent themselves, but I'm here to judge. All right, uh, yeah, so they're going to head back there now. The woman is still being interrogated. I don't really know why they're interrogating her. I think they just want to kill her, so so they probably should do that. But obviously she needs to still be alive when Sly gets there. I wonder if they'll smooch at the end. Probably not, because he's like doing it for the greater good or something. But maybe, I mean, it is all his fantasy, isn't it? So Sly will probably get a big smooch scene at the end. And then, I don't know, wrestle an alligator. <laughs> and win a motor race, uh, like a drag race, and fly to the moon. Whatever Sly wants, basically, Sly's going to get. Yeah, basically, there's a bunch of baddies that are going to get what's coming to them at the hands of the unstoppable Expendables. And I can't bloody wait. All right, I'm going to finish it off. We're almost there, guys. Stick with me. I'll talk to you soon. The agency parasites hired you, didn't they? I'd have paid you twice as much to go fishing. You'd have to think I'm pretty freaking stupid to surrender to the agency. Why would I do that? I created this. I made it all happen. And then they wanted me out. Why? Because I saw the big picture. Stop walking. What about me and you? We're both the same. We're both mercenaries. We're both dead inside. So why the hell did you come after me? I didn't come after you, dipshit. I came for her. Yeah, I guess so. 
you know as fast as you think? I'm beginning to sense that. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. I made it to the end. Oh, God, I think I might have to have a shower or something after that. <sighs> the Expendables, that last half hour was just pure action. Adrenaline overload. Like, there were so many explosions it became tedious. <laughs> In my opinion. Um, yeah, whatever. They, they basically killed everyone on the island, I think. Steve Austin copped it. Whatever the name of his boss was, he got shot a bunch of times as well. The dictator got killed. Every single one of his army men were killed. And uh, Sly saved the girl, I'm pleased to report. Then as they were leaving the island, it did look like he was going to get his smooch. Uh, but then they just had a hug. And she kind of looked at him wistfully for a while as the wind blew back her hair. And then Sly assumed his uh, seat as the pilot of the plane, of course. And the Staith said to him, mate, I never thought she was your type anyway. And then they just laughed. <laughs> and, and then we went back to America where they went into their, um, like their hangout, their base camp or whatever, Mickey Rourke's bar, and literally had a knife throwing contest. And uh, Dolph Lundgren, who I can report is Swedish, has returned from the dead, miraculously, and all is forgiven about that time when he tried in earnest to kill them. And then as the end credits rolled, the boys are back in town, <laughs> uh, played. And I think it was quite apt because it, it was really a film for boys. But sure, it was it was fun. I think I'll sleep well after that. It was exhausting. One thing I did want to mention was Sly's pout. Oh my god. Sly has had some serious Botox. The dude looks absurd. And he's got this little um, goatee. Goatee. <laughs> it's just... Uh, I guess he's like the male equivalent of Cher. Or Sh Cher. What? Cher. But I guess when you've got all that money and a lot of vanity... What else are you going to spend it on? Um, the like the directorial work from Sly, it was fine, I suppose. Uh, also, what do I know? Like everyone was in frame. <laughs> yeah, that was the Expendables. I'm sorry. I guess it's like after midnight now, and that film has just exhausted me. So yeah, Dolph came back from the dead. And miraculously, none of the other team members died either. So they killed about 400 South Americans and the five of them survived, which is really a, a remarkable effort. And I guess uh, Expendables by name, not Expendables by nature. <laughs> oh man, the I God, I can't go on. The Expendables has absolutely defeated me. <laughs> what a film. Sly. Well, good news is they've made, what, at least two more. So maybe we'll watch those together sometime as well. All right, I'm going to have to go and 
wash all this testosterone off me that is spattered all over me like the blood of a henchman. Thanks so much for sitting through this with me. I'm going to talk to you again, like, immediately, but not right now. I'll record that another time. All right, guys, we did it. Whew, the Expendables. Thanks, Miles. Thanks, Miles. Bye. Whoa, uh, did you do it? Did you make it to the end? Incredible. How about that? Was that entertaining at all? I don't know. It was just me. It was me talking. I hope it was okay. That was a, um, a interesting movie. I don't know, have you seen it? Maybe don't watch it if you haven't, but also it's pretty entertaining. So watch it. I have no one to thank but myself for this episode. Thanks so much, Miles. It was really nice hanging out with you on that lonely winter's eve. So it happens when I get left alone, I just talk to myself, you know? That's how much I love the sound of my own voice. But hey, seriously, most importantly, Thanks to my loyal legends. You did it again. How did you do it again? It was just me. You really listened to the whole thing. God, you must like me a lot. I'm all right. You guys are better though. I've had a few of you legends inquire as to um, if I have any sort of social media presence uh, for the film version. I guess in a word, I don't. I, I have recently gotten onto the Instagram, though, uh, and I do post new episodes on there, I suppose. So you can uh, follow me or like me, whichever one it is, on Instagram. Uh, and I, my thing is just miles.burgess. And then on the Twitter, I have a joint Twitter account with our favourite film critic, Dan Webb. And that's at uh, Miles and Dan. And you can, again, uh, follow that. <laughs> I think uh, Dan looks after that. I think he posts these episodes, though. Do you, Dan? You should. You're on most of them. Uh, and that's about it. I'll be back next week with another special episode. I'm going, I'm going back-to-back special episodes. You'll have to wait and see what that's going to be. And then normal service will resume thereafter. Have I piqued your interest? <laughs> you have to wait and see. But it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. As per if you want to uh, give me star ratings and write reviews and subscribe. And please tell your friends. Tell your friends. Don't be selfish. We can get more legends involved, you know. There's plenty of miles to go around. Okay, you're the best. I'll talk to you again next week. Love you so much. See yous.